Welcome, everybody, to another awesome episode of the Home and Body Improvement Show. This is episode number 40. I'm flying solo because Ross is MIA. Uh, if you haven't yet, go to coachpots.com, sign up for that newsletter, and uh, you should just do that, all right? Because I say it like every single podcast. So if you've listened to more than one of these podcasts and have not signed up for the newsletter, shame on you. You know what? Shame on you. Anyway, episode number 40 coming at you, talking about some of my favorites. You'll know what I mean when we get to it. episode number 40 man we are just cruising through these you know uh the reason i keep putting these out as often as i can which is at least once a week is because i heard that dwayne the rock johnson that's right the rock himself you know that that bald wrestler big guy that was in those movies and stuff and says things about the rock smelling cooking and stuff like that anyway i heard he won't do your podcast unless you have at least 100 episodes so i feel like i'm on my way with number 40 you know at this rate you know, sometime in, what, 2022, maybe in the, the spring or summer, I can have Dwayne The Rock Johnson, you know, on my podcast. Perhaps I'll get more than four listeners. That'd be cool, you know. See, we're 2021, man. It's I'm already looking at the positive side of things. And uh, speaking of the positive, positive side of things, I, I don't know where Ross is because we had a long discussion about potentially changing the format of the show he felt like, a, you know, listen, everything he said to me, which was like relatively, if not completely negative about my, you know, feedback about what we've been doing thus far is probably almost completely, I don't go so far as to say 99% true that I cut him off too much. I don't let him talk enough and et cetera, so forth. And I don't give him enough leeway. And I was like, dude, I, I got all that. That's no problem, man. But you know what? I mean, there would be no Paul Simon if Simon didn't break off from Garfunkel, right? You know, Garfunkel was just sitting there. I don't know anything. I couldn't tell you a song that Garfunkel came up with. And Paul Simon, bang, you can call me Al. He went solo, you know. And think of all those, like, you know, like Bobby Brown broke broke off from that one band. I, f- I forget the name of it. Um, and then there was, like, you know, all those boy bands. Like, Justin Timberlake, didn't he come from a boy band? So the point is, they had to go solo at some point in their career to achieve new heights, you know. And I'm, I'm really anxious to double my listener base from four to eight at some point. And who knows, you know, maybe by next year, uh, I'll be up to like 15 or so. And uh, after that, man, sky's the limit. You know, Rock might do my show. At least I'll at least qualify. And that's huge, man. That's huge. But uh, Ross said he was going to call me back. He didn't call me back. So we're, uh, we're in a holding pattern now when it comes to the home improvement portion of the show. But, I mean, body improvement, I could talk about that for days, man. I could talk about that for days. I said in the intro that we're going to talk about some of my favorites. And by that, I literally meant the stores that I prefer going to over other ones. And, um, like, if I'm shopping for things, there's just certain places I, I want to go. I, I will say this, though. I did mention on another podcast that I had been scammed out of my equipment from a company called Solar Drop. I don't know who's in charge of Solar Drop. I hope they burn in hell. Uh, good chance I might see them there someday, but hopefully they'll see, they'll get there first. But nonetheless, I did more research on it, and there's a nice Reddit thread talking about how this guy has had like 
several solar companies, you know, and this is his latest one, but like they apply for this business license. It seems legit. Um, the business certificate or whatever kind of expires. They continue to use the name. They collect your money. Uh, they put up a, I'll, I'll be honest, it's a very deceiving and good looking website. You, you think it's legitimate and you spend your money, they collect your money, then they close shop and they take your money and run. And so I called up Chase and disputed the claim and they're gonna play the game of, well, you should have called sooner. I'll be like, well, I didn't know I was supposed to call sooner because you know, they said the equipment was coming. And then they'll say, well, we have the 60 day policy. And I go, well, I know, but they almost said that the equipment was supposed to be here in 60 days. So, you know, it's like a, 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 a cat chasing its own tail at this point. But um, they said they would credit me the money and then let me know their decision later and I'm gonna fight it. But I think Chase is usually pretty good. We're talking about 119 bucks here, folks. We're not talking about like $10,000. So I don't know how many people actually dispute, you know, I mean, you should do this, but I don't know how many people dispute charges of, you know, close to 100 bucks. It's usually the people who are probably, uh, what I should say is the people who are committing fraud are probably doing it for more than just 112, 119 bucks, right? And so I want my money back. And that's $119 I could spend on anything else than some scumbag who runs a fake company. And if I saw him, I'd punch him right in his throat. Because if you hit him hard enough to throw, man, they will drop. And you can feel good about yourself. But you didn't hear that from me. So if you punch anyone from the throat, do not refer to episode number 40, the Home and Body Improvement Show. Um, I don't even know who you are. So uh, how is your week going? It's going well? It's Tuesday. That's cool. Uh, the weather kind of took a nice drop in uh, here in Chicago. It went from being like 35 to like 22 this morning, which, it, you know, doesn't sound like much, but believe me, uh, when we're talking, it's not like we're talking about like 72 to 60. That's, no one, no one notices that. That's that's fine, you know? When we're talking about it's cold and now it's getting even colder, yeah, yeah every degree counts. And so I am not, not minding my face mask, I will say that. But I will also say that uh, summer cannot get here sooner enough. I feel like I'm in good shape, though. Like, normally this is the time of year. I mean, in years past, I'm like, oh, January. Ooh, i got to start training soon. And February rolls around, March, and then all of a sudden it's April. And, you know, and then by that time you don't want to work out as much because it's warm. And you don't want to be indoors and blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden you're like, you know what? Uh, next year. I'm going to enjoy my summer. Next year is the year that I'm going to kick it into high gear. And... Uh, just enjoy the hell out of my summer. Eat whatever I want. Drink whatever I want. You know, fall rolls around. Ooh, boy, try not to overdo it. January rolls around. Whole new me, I swear, until February rolls around. And then you just kind of put it off, put it off, put it off until the summer comes. And then you decide to do it the next year. At least that's how I've done it for the last 15 years or so. But not this year, man. I have hit the ground running. Um, I do have footage of me from last year. And I was trying to unload my iPhone onto my desktop computer. And I found footage from January of 2020. And let's just say I was a little, little bit larger at that point in my life. So um, I'm not there now. In fact, if for those of you who follow me on social media, I was uh, willing, ready, and able to do a quick Instagram and Facebook stories of um, me doing some ab exercises. And, you know, I briefly lifted up my shirt, mostly for the ladies. Um, but, yeah, I, um, I wasn't doing that in 2020. That's, that's for sure. January 2020 was... I was probably wearing a long, long overcoat and a big baggy sweater because, you know, trying to hide what's underneath those, <laughs> that area. Did you ever notice that, man? The, the more you weigh, the bigger your clothes are. It's like, um, and then, the, you know, the, the less you weigh, the tighter they get. You think it'd almost be the opposite, you know, like, I'm a big guy. I got to fit into this shirt, you know, but it's more like everything just gets bigger, man. You're, you, you just want more space in between your skin and that cloth, you know, you just, 
don't need anything clinging on to you, you know, but maybe you should wear tight clothes the bigger you get. And it would be like a constant reminder of, hey, man, this isn't fitting correctly. I need to do something about that. Speaking of fitting correctly, I, that's another good story. I had to wear a suit yesterday and it fit. I've been in that situation where it doesn't or it's just really uncomfortable. I always think of that movie Father the Bride where he like squeezed into that suit from God knows when because he was too cheap to rent a tux and it split on him. It's just like that could happen to anyone. You know, that's why it's funny. That's why Steve Martin knew what he was talking about. Um, and you know what? I happen to, the reason I bring that movie up is because I actually saw it on TV and I watched about a good five minutes of it, uh, maybe about a month ago or so. And, you know, when I first saw it, didn't think twice about it. And then when I watched it this time, I was like, my God, these kids are young. I can't believe they're deciding to get married. Like the actors hadn't changed. The movie's the same. But I was just like, you know, they look like they're in their like early 20s. And I'm thinking to myself, you fools, what are you doing? Still got a lot of life to live, you know? But when I watched that movie when it first came out in like, what, I don't know, 95? I certainly wasn't thinking that. I was thinking, I don't know what I was thinking. Maybe like, my God, that Steve Martin has gray hair. Why does he have such gray hair? He's not that even that old. Have you ever seen Steve? It's weird when you see people who are prematurely white hair and then you see them with... Like, you know, their normal color. Like, you know, pictures of Steve Martin without white hair are just kind of weird to me. And there she goes. She knows I'm recording a podcast. Give me that. Give me! Um, I talked about my favorite things. And by that, uh, I want to talk about my favorite grocery stores to begin. We know Home Depot is the place that I prefer to shop at when it comes to tools. Uh, Ross. I, I want to get to the point where we're just not allowed to say his name anymore. You know, he's still on... The poster. I hope he decides to come back. I even suggested doing like you know five minute segments. You know, like ask Rock anything, ask Ross anything, that type of thing. And he never, he didn't get back to me. So, um, God, I hope he's all right. Anyway, um, my favorite what? Let's talk about my favorite grocery stores here in the Chicagoland area. We have a plethora to choose from. Um, it the best in terms of like, you're gonna find stuff that you probably can't find anywhere else is probably Whole Foods. And I, I don't mind shopping there, but I only go there literally if I need one or two or maybe three items because I'm not giving them my whole paycheck because uh, it to me, it's just not worth it. I blow through so much produce. You know, I'm not paying a dollar an apple. It's just not going to happen. So um, they have, but they have like the best, I don't know, like display, you know, and like their nuts and seeds area is very, very impressive. Um, you know, you can just, you can get anything you want there. Uh, in terms of like stuff you can't get anywhere else, which I'm kind of repeating myself, but I feel like Trader Joe's is the same way, and I still I never shop at Trader Joe's. I just never. I'm not saying it's good, bad, or or either one. I just never shop there, so I couldn't tell you. But when it comes to my favorite stores, the favorite store I have is Pete's Pete's Produce in Chicago. I'm guessing they might be outside of Chicago too. Uh, I don't think I'm being too racist here, but the area I go to buy my produce is predominantly Mexican, and I'm telling you. If you have a Mexican neighborhood nearby where you live, it's like going to, you know, buying Chinese food in Chinatown. It just tastes better, okay? So if you have a Mexican neighborhood, the produce is, they, they have great produce. I'm just, that's like a positive stereotype. So don't, don't be calling me racist or anything like that. There's enough racial tension in this country, and I don't want people referring to episode number 40, the Home and Body Improvement Show, to illustrate their point. The point, I'm saying a very positive thing, that Mexicans know their produce. And I am very proud to shop at Pete's over on Cermak. Um, that's my number one go-to. It's close 
uh, not as close as Mariano's. Mariano's just doesn't do it for me. You know, I will shop at Mariano's if I need to because it is so close, but I just feel like I go there and sometimes the produce is banged up. Um, but here's the deal about having a favorite grocery store. And second of that is Cermak Produce, which is closer to me than Pete's, and they're a lot smaller, so if I know uh, it's not, I don't need anything outside of like produce and maybe like, you know, certain cuts of meat and stuff like that, I will go to um, uh, Cermak Produce. But the thing about having a favorite grocery store is you can cut the time it takes you to shop in probably half. So I would say I have a list of about 50 items. I don't get every item every time I go to the store, but I know where those 50 things are when I go to Pete. In fact, you get like kind of picky. Like if they move like one, like they move the lemons, like the lemons used to be in the back of the store next to the limes and the oranges, which is where they belong, by the way, for those of you who stock the shelves at Pete's. But for some reason, I don't know if they were on sale or what, but they moved them right by the front door. And then I couldn't find it because I went to my normal location and they're like, well, they're by the front door. And so I went over there and they may have been on sale once, but now they're always there. They're always by the front door, which doesn't make sense to me. Why would you put lemons by the front door? Lemons belong by limes, man. Lemon, lime. They go together. I don't get it, but nonetheless, um, I know where the organic sessions are, and I kind of stay away from them because I'm Polish, and we don't like to spend any more money than we need to. And so I know exactly, you know, the. if you've noticed, if you've ever noticed that the, the meat sections are, like, divided, uh, you know, by pork, you know, lamb, uh, beef, whatever, um, it's all kind of, like, I know where those are, and I know what I need, and I can just go grab it real quick, and I literally make one big-ass circle at the grocery store. Occasionally, I go down the aisles. Um, well, the reason I'm telling the story, too, is because I took a client to the grocery store today, and he lived next to a Pete's. So I'm like, well, I'll go to that Pete's. And, uh, you know, Pete, I mean, pff, what's the difference, right? I mean, it's still Pete, right? But his Pete's was just lined up different than mine. And so I didn't know exactly where everyone, everything is. And it literally, instead of me taking me 20 minutes, it took me 40 minutes, I timed it. And I didn't know exactly where everything is. I'm kind of searching for a couple of things, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but the point is it got everything I needed because they still have the same items. But having that favorite grocery store, that one you go to every time that typically has what you need uh, when you need it uh, is huge because it makes the task of grocery shopping, which I used to think was a royal pain in the ass, it makes it super simple, uh, not very time consuming, and even relatively enjoyable. Like I've actually gotten to the point now where, you know, like, in, you know, in particular, like brisket, right? Like I, I was cooking briskets in my slow cooker, my, um, my uh, smoker, and by the way, phenomenal cut of meat. But I would go to the butcher behind the counter and say, hey, man, I need a brisket. And I was starting to get to know him. And he knew, you know, and he was helping me. I was like, dude, do you have any tips for smoking this? He gave me a couple tips. And I was like, you know, it's like what he told me was not too much seasoning. He's like, let the let the meat, you know, bring the flavor out, not the seasoning. And it was that was cool, man. I already knew that. But nonetheless, it was still like, you know, getting friendly with these guys. I've actually I needed some um, uh, spray, not uh, the basil paste. So like I didn't feel like buying. I find when I buy herbs which is why I'm trying to start my own herb garden. But when I buy herbs, they kind of go bad on me. I just, I don't know how to make them last longer than they should. Uh, yeah, I guess you could dry them out and stuff like that. I'm not gonna do that. But nonetheless, uh, the basil paste, you know, lasts in the fridge for a long time. Couldn't find it. It's hard to find. Sometimes it's in the international section. So you think it'd be by the spices and stuff, but it's not always by the spices. Anyway, this guy literally, they radioed to like two different people. And he, I, one thing that I like 
is when people walk you to where it's at, or at least offer to do that, right? Sometimes you feel guilty if they're doing something like, well, all right, I'll take you over there. And you're like, no, no, just tell me which shelf. But um, if they just go, eh, I think it's in aisle 10. It's like, well, dude, okay, aisle 10's kind of big. You know, is it on the top or bottom, left or right? Well, I mean, you know, help me out here, will you? Is it in the middle of the aisle? Like, where in aisle 10 is it, man? But, you know, I'm so, you're so busy that you can't take the time. Anyway, a great grocery store will walk you over to where an item is. And that's why I've had really, really good and really, really bad experiences at Home Depot. Sometimes they'll do it for you. Sometimes they'll stay with you until they answer all of your questions. Other times they'll give you like a really like, you know, short answer and just go back to what they're doing. Other times they'll tell you, oh, you you need to find Ray over in hardware. Yeah, talk to Ray. Ray will help you. And Ray may or may not be an actual person. You don't know until you get over to the hardware section, but uh, I hate that. But Pete's, I've had... Really good experience, except for the time I tried to bring my camera in there and film me grocery shopping. Uh, one guy kind of threw a fit, which in turn caused me to throw a fit, which in cause, which in turn got the manager involved. And then I had to call their corporate office and be like, you know, why are people allowed to take pictures there? And I'm not allowed to bring my camera in there. And they're like, well, we don't know if people are taking their pictures in there. I was like, but they're still doing it. So nonetheless, I should be able to. And they're like, well, the sign at the front of the store says, you know, no video cameras allowed. And I said, well, it's not a video camera. Technically, it's a it's a camera and um, which takes video. But they don't need to know any of that stuff. The point is uh, we got into it for a little bit. And every time I showed up there, which was usually the same time on Sunday, the manager would give me that stink eye, you know. But it's been long enough that I haven't seen that manager in a long time. He's probably fired, I hope. But uh, And I haven't brought my camera in there either. Next time I do bring my camera, I'm just going to use my phone and pretend like I'm shopping. Pretend like I'm using my shopping list and I will video that way. Oops, if you work for Pete, pretend I didn't say that. So uh, having a favorite grocery store is huge. Uh, if you don't have one, get one. And by favorite, I mean the one where you know where everything is on the shelves. You know, it, it, unless it's like, unless you have a super bad experience. I mean, it is a grocery store at the end of the day, right? If you know where everything is, you get to know the people sometimes or just have a good experience there and just go there regularly and maybe 10 minutes out of your way. But I'm telling you, man, it is worth it. Um, that's what I do. I shop at Pete's. I don't work for Pete. Pete doesn't pay me. I don't even know what Pete is. Does Pete exist? I wonder if Pete's Mexican. It doesn't matter. The point is I go to Pete's. I go to Home Depot too. I like the one in the South Loop. I actually get to the point where I like going to other Home Depots too, just kind of compare it to my soft loop location. Yeah, that's how you know you go places too much. So uh, in terms of favorite, that's my favorite location, Home Depot. Um, but I will go to Menards when it comes to lighting. They have great lighting. Anyway, Ross, what do you have to say about that? Oh, you're not here? Okay, well, get back to me, Ross. We'd love to have you on the show. Give you your own segment. Home and Body Improvement Show. Supposed to be a co-host. MIA. R-O-S-S. Anyway, um, that's all I got for you folks. Um, get you, you know what? Hit me up at andy.coach.pods.com. Talk to me about your favorite grocery store. I will read your emails on the air, even though we're not technically on the air. It's all pre-recorded, but I will still read them and we will have a good time. Make sure I'm not talking to the wall because sometimes it feels like I'm just talking to the wall. But until next time. <laughs>